what's so funny is our guys embrace it. They embrace the competition. Um, they want to be, you know, that next great player to, to come out of the secondary. How challenging is this year considering the mass exodus of players you had over the offseason? You know, we're used to this. We've had mass exodus after 14 and after 16. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're vets at max exodus. <laughs> but... It's, this is our job. This is this is why we, you know we're called coach. We, we got to teach these guys our you know our drills, our techniques, our scheme, right. and we're building a foundation for all these young guys and all the vets. And we just want to continue to get these guys better and, and uh, get them ready for the end of spring football, and then get them to training camp, and then away we go into the season. I asked that Kike the same question. I want to ask you as well. What, what does this program need to now take that next step to win a Rose Bowl, to win a Peach Bowl, a Fiesta Bowl, to win yeah. games like that? What does this program need to do? Well, I mean, you're getting way ahead. I mean, all, I we're, all we're worried about right now is like being really good. <laughs> In our meetings after day five of spring football, you sound like Peterson. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna we're gonna work on third down on Friday. We're just gonna try to like get calls in, defends yeah. a couple of plays here and there. But no, I mean, you you ask a big question like that. I mean, it just really comes down to um, you know the competition at all three levels. All, all excuse me, all three phases of our of our team: special teams, offense, and defense. Everybody competing at a high level. Mm -hmm. um, iron sharpens iron. And making sure when the big moment happens, when we are in those type of big games, that we all execute yeah. at a high level. Let I mean, ask, that's, that's probably like a, a more of a big picture look let at Let me it. ask the same question maybe a different way. The overall health of the program now compared to where it was just maybe three, four years ago. Compare that. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I think everyone thinks we're going to be really, really young. We really have older players that mm -hmm. just haven't been um, guys that are in the, the limelight just yet. Um, so, you know, we have three juniors in the back end at, at secondary plus a senior. We're really not that young. Uh, and in years past, we would have been very, very young, uh, you know, breaking in true freshmen to go play. Now, I think across all of our positions, offense and defense, we have players that have redshirted. We have players that have played a few plays here and there. But we have more guys that had game experience right. as opposed to just breaking in brand new players. Let me ask you about your second favorite topic, which is dogs in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, what are you hearing about Byron? Uh, and also Taylor Rapp had the slower 40 time at the right. pro day. Did you feel like that maybe affected him much in a negative perspective? Yeah, well, very excited about all the dogs that are, um, you know, hopefully going to get drafted here on draft day. Those guys have been working their tails off. I think they put in some really good tape over the years to, to earn that right to get drafted. Um, you know, Taylor Rapp obviously didn't run a 40. I don't think that he wanted to run. Mm -hmm. uh, but I know this, probably over half the NFL teams are going to go back and watch the tape. Mm -hmm. You know, football's not played on in pajamas running a 40-yard dash. Football's played with a helmet and shoulder pads on. <laughs> and if you watch his film, the guy doesn't make doesn't miss tackles. He's always in the position he needs to be in. He plays multiple positions. Yeah. He's a fierce tackler. He's got great ball skills. And so even though maybe he didn't, you know, have a good indoor track meet, he plays really good football, and mm -hmm. someone's going to select him pretty high. What are you hearing about, Byron? Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of teams love him. Um, but, you know, it's all just hearsay. You know, yeah. you, 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 a lot of teams love him. They love, uh, you know, the instincts, the ball skills, and, you know, what NFL personnel people want to do is they want to they want to know all the weaknesses. Mm -hmm. You know they want to because they're going to make a huge investment in one of our guys or nine of our guys, hopefully. Um, 
And so that's all you kind of hear right now is a lot of the negatives. But right. I think a lot of those guys are – we're going to get selected on draft day, and it's going to be fun watching those guys uh, their dream, have their dreams come true. I was going to ask you, how many phone calls from NFL scouts and coaches and GMs Ooh. have you had in the last two weeks or so? Yeah, and it seems like it's every year. Every year, I mean, they just get more and more and more. You know, GMs, head coaches, position coaches, scouts. Um, we get a ton of them. And – you know, we're just always honest. I think they respect our opinion. We're honest yep. and, uh, you know, give them the information they need. And um, it's just like what we do to high school coaches. Right. You know, we're just banging on them, trying to get as much information we can about the prospects that we're recruiting. And so we, we respect uh, the information they're trying to get. You feel like that's playing a role for you, a positive one now in recruiting, and that, hey, look, we're putting guys in the NFL. Oh. You want to play in the NFL, you come to Montlake. There's no doubt. There's <laughs> no doubt about it. And, I mean, I spoke with a few recruits yesterday, and, and they already know. You know, they, they get on the phone with us, and they it is really well known uh, that our program is pumping out guys uh, into the NFL. And so that definitely helps in recruiting because that's, you know, it's a dream of everybody's obviously to play at the highest level. Uh, but at the same time, you're also going to get a big-time degree here and, and our whole Built for Life program that Coach Pete instills. And so it's a, it's a unique opportunity. Great stuff, man. Thanks, pal. Thanks, Alfie. Go dogs. Jimmy, can you can – you... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just curious. You talked about the guys that, that you're, you're older than, than a lot of people may think and, and have guys that have some experience. Kyler Manu is one of those guys and is right. playing with the ones a lot right yeah. now. What have you seen from him and, and what are the expectations for, for that senior? Yeah, I mean, you know, Kyler Manu playing really good football right now in the first five days, knows our defense, flying around, communicating. You know, even, you know, he's a guy, like I mentioned before, that maybe didn't, you know, doesn't seem it hasn't had a whole bunch of starts here at the University of Washington, very uh, much like Brandon Wellington, but these are seniors that have played some football for us. And then you look in the back end, you have three juniors, a senior that haven't been like the starter guys, but we have older guys in those positions. So um, hopefully these guys keep grinding. We're not going to feel a huge drop off. We just got that next those next uh, fleet of guys that are fill in all those players that we just lost. Does that help with the teaching process that they've been around? The juniors you mentioned a little bit in terms of you know day five. Does yeah, that help? of course. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, obviously you have a true freshman coming in. That's way back at square one. We have guys that have heard the terms, they've heard our techniques, they've heard our schemes, and now, now they just got to go execute and play like big time starters. What have you seen day five? I know you, you talked about that. Then going from position to position is about being the discipline right now without them playing any games. What have you been? impressed with right now yeah so every day we've added even more uh you know scheme on top of scheme every single day and um the guys have been really really well we still got to go watch the tape on this one but it looked good just uh you know just from plain sight uh, just now but the guys are giving unbelievable effort uh, we're in position we don't do a lot of live tackling but our guys have been playing with bent knees great effort flying to the football really good communication uh, so been very very happy with that can you see how physical this team is going to be without I mean yeah I mean our you know we play you got to practice at a different we, we've done this for years now we don't do a lot of live tackling but we're always in position we call it fit tempo the guys are flying around we're in position you know we'll see the physicality of it obviously when we get to the scrimmage portion uh, whenever we decide to do that you may have touched on this but Miles Bryan and safety what do you like about that and what's kind of the thought process behind that? Yeah, so, you know, we've been doing this for years. Guys play multiple positions, especially in the back end. Injuries happen all the time, and we've been devastated by injuries. And so we'll always have plan B, plan Z, plan D ready to go. And so guys like Miles, guys like Elijah Molden that are very, very smart, uh, very athletic, can play different positions, we'll always uh, sprinkle those guys in there to um, make sure they learn those positions. So then when we get to week four and we're playing a big-time Pac-12 game, 
we just insert them right in, and away we go. A couple years ago, Miles Bryant started five games for us at corner. Um, and, you know, we had him out at corner. We had him at nickel the whole time he was here, but then we would spell him out at corner. And now Elijah Molden, Miles Bryant, these guys need to learn multiple positions. Isaiah Gilchrist playing corner for us, playing nickel, playing safety. Um, we always got to be ready for the worst-case scenario. What is it about Miles' skill set that allows him to – do that and drop back to a you know completely different look like that. Yeah, I mean his skill set is skill set is very similar to uh, Buddha Baker, who did the same thing for us. Played nickel, played safety, played corner. Uh, we had Buddha was an emergency corner for us, um, and Miles is the exact same way. Very instinctive, uh, very quick, very quick. Can blitz, tough enough to take on uh, tight ends in the run game. Also tackle running backs, but at the same time athletic enough to drop back in the deep post and play the deep middle. And so he's a valuable asset for us. Obviously, with Kyler Gordon, I mean, people see the combine numbers and know him from high school, the kind of athlete he is. But why is he a good cornerback aside from those those athletic abilities? Yeah, I mean, he's got really good ball skills, which we know. You know, we're always looking for in our corners to be playmakers on the football. Him and Key Taylor right now are tied for the uh, best hands in the room. They got two picks apiece, and so I'm expecting those guys to have a really good battle here for the rest of the the camp. But I mean, Kyler's athletic, can jump, can move side to side. It's really more about him just continuing to grow, continuing to attack the football, and um, getting his man skills um, at, a, at, a, at a higher level, uh, which move, I'm, he's working at right now. Moving Miles back to safety a little bit and, mm-hmm. and uh, having Elijah at nickel, it seems like that's allowed you to play Kyler with the ones a little bit these past few practices. Yeah, and Dom Hampton's played also with, the, with, the, with the ones also. I mean, nothing's set in stone right now. We got a, we got a bunch of competition. Uh, you know, Asa Turner's here today, too. He's going to be thrown in the mixtures coming up. Cam Fab, Trent McDuffie's going to – all these guys are going to arrive in June. It's going to be an awesome competitive camp um, with, uh, I feel, a, a lot of talented players. Um, and we're going to see how what happens when the dust settles at the end of August. You mentioned some of those experienced guys. Do you like where Dustin Bush is at, the fifth-year senior, and it looks like he's maybe got some versatility too? Yeah, he does. You know, he plays some. Uh, you know, plays nickel for us, plays corner for us. You know, the first thing he's going to have to do is really show up on special teams for us. That's what he needs to do. Uh, you know, a lot of our guys, excuse me, uh, younger guys in terms of playing on defense, which he's never played on defense uh, a ton. He needs to show up on special teams. That'd be the step one with him. But right now, he's definitely giving us some. Uh, some breaks in practice where he can play multiple positions. And then again, worst case scenario, I might have to go out there and, and play for us in, in a situation when it when, when it happens. You mentioned all the competition. Miles Bryant was saying he feels like this is probably the, one of the most competitive groups he's been a part of. Uh, is that something that you'd agree with? I would agree. I mean, well, we've had we've had a few <laughs> a very – I mean, this is very competitive. I don't think we've lost both starting safeties, both starting corners. So now it's really like a feeding frenzy. Okay, who – got <laughs> – Two starting corner spots open, two starting safety spots open, you know, and then really the nickel if we move the nickel. So it really is a very, very competitive environment. Um, Miles even mentioned it was competitive with those guys in the weight room. You know, they were competing in the weight room. Who can lift more? Who can who can finish, you know, gassers first? And, um, you know, that's just awesome that they're, they're able to, uh, you know, have that competitive nature about them no matter what we're doing. Um, you know, he's been in the program for two years. You know, where's his starting point? Is it like a freshman, or how far along is he? Yeah, no, it is definitely like a freshman. A guy that's been on offense now, he flips over to defense. Um, he needs to, uh, you know, just continue to play play faster by understanding the calls. You know, he's he's in there watching a lot of tape, uh, extra tape with Coach Harris, myself. Uh, 
but he's no question. He's like step one to me. Him and Cam Williams right now are in the same progression. They're step one, freshman coming in, learning the defense. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy where he's at right now, but I would like him to show up and make some more plays, just like I want everybody to show up and make more, make For more plays. For like him, is it more about learning the defense, the technique? Uh, I know it's a lot of both, it's, but what's which one's harder? I mean, the hardest thing's technique. That's the hardest thing, and that's what we're always harping on. Um, as soon as he knows the technique, then the scheme will come real easy, and then you can just fly around. It's really it's all the technique.